I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And we are the Heroes 3. Heroes 3, the bi-weekly podcast where three friends explore the best, worst, and everything in between in the world of Asian cinema. This week we're starting a brand new arc going back to Hong Kong cinema and we're looking at one of the coolest long-running series <laughs> of Hong Kong films ever and this is the first movie that I've actually saw before we started doing this podcast and that is Police Story and we are starting with the first Police Story from 1985 starring, written, and directed by Jackie Chan. Woohoo. Yeah, there's definitely, it's nice to get back to this because I do love all the Japanese stuff that we took a look at, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like, it's like a warm, it's like a warm what, blanket, you know? Right, right. I think what we're doing is, you know, we branched out a little bit just to establish that we can explore other mm. areas, but really what brought us all together is, uh, I mean, really we could say Jackie Chan because Hon- this is a kind yeah. of Jackie yeah. Chan. Hong Kong, Hong Kong action is one of um, all of our favorite things to watch. So definitely mm. feels good to get back into these shoes again. Totally. And this has okay. to be one of the most important Hong Kong action films ever, but luckily it's not just historically significant. It's incredibly good and uh, mm-hmm. holds up, I think remarkably well uh, in 2018. Yeah, really. If, oh, yeah. if it wasn't it's for its eighties setting it would be pretty timeless right or the giant mm-hmm. uh mobile phones and stuff yeah that, that really <laughs> i love that <laughs> so cool. i love all the 80s tech yeah this movie is as the name would kind of insinuate this is modern day it's not another uh, period piece i love 80s movies that have like all the high you know the peak of 80s technology right. with the big computers and yeah we have some cool uh, like, like almost like, apple 2e kind of stuff in one part yeah like a really yeah. important you know, like the MacGuffin at the end of the movie is a briefcase full of documents that they printed out <laughs> right. on like the stop matrix printer. Right. Oh, it was great. And the cars. Oh, I love the cars. Oh, the cars. The cars are great too. Yeah. Oh man. So good. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. It's almost, I don't know. It's, it would be really difficult to measure the impact of police story. Uh, safe to say it's huge. Uh, not just for <laughs> Jackie Chan or Hong Kong cinema, but really I think, global action cinema uh, it's a really influential movie um on really almost any kind of even if it's not in kind of like a cop action genre uh yeah. the, the moment and the momentum kind of following this film uh in hong kong we've mentioned before how when we have a hit in hong kong everyone kind of moves in that direction and it's not that there hadn't been a couple of modern, you know, films set in the present day. I mean, this was actually after Wheels on Meals, which we covered several mm-hmm. episodes ago. But there's a really interesting kind of more grounded, like grittier tone to the action here, and it was just, I don't know, is is kind of a kind of a breakout uh, landmark movie, and you can really feel it watching it. Um, it. Mm-hmm. You your jaw drops in a lot of these yeah. a lot of these sequences. There are some incredible set pieces oh, in this man. movie. Like the whole an entire town gets built basically just to get destroyed, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. like the first ten minutes of the movie. Uh, the mall, the the whole mall scene at the end is just incredible, and we'll definitely get to it. 
And uh, it's worth noting up at the top, the amount of broken glass in this movie is completely <laughs> absurd. It's especially yeah. the mall scene. It's crazy. Uh, Jackie Chan actually said something to the. Uh, close to like 700 pounds of sugar glass which is like the stunt glass which actually is a little stronger than what people are used to using uh for Mm -hmm. stunt work but yeah that the amount of glass shattered in this is uh record-breaking and didn't that was actually the the way that i first heard about the movie was re i was reading this whenever i was like elementary middle school oh, i was man. reading a book that was all about like the like make creation of movies and behind the scenes stuff and it actually called out stunt people jumping through glass and they said that the hong kong movie police story had so much broken glass on it it was nicknamed uh, glass, glass story, story. because oh, yeah, there was great. so much broken glass and oh, that was cool. that was actually that was the first time i'd heard of the movie and that's that's why i seeked it out and, and, and watched it that's where like there's prop whatever like your uh, your main theme is in the movie of your life, Matthew. Like that would have been playing in like a solo flute there, For sure. like Heroes Call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heroes oh, Three Origins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I love yeah, it. That's, that's uh, terrific. But it's it's so good. And speaking of music, that's a great way to Ooh, yes. jump into the. Uh, we should take a look at the back of the VHS Let's to introduce us to the movie. Young upstart cop Kevin Chan has risen into stardom after taking down a dangerous drug cartel. Now the drug lord sets his sights on revenge, pulling Chan out of the limelight and onto the most wanted list. Framed for murder and on the run, can Chan prove his innocence and bring the guilty to justice all while keeping his girlfriend happy? Jackie Chan of The Protector and Cannonball Run 2 directs and stars alongside Maggie Chung. You will freeze when you see the glass shattering stunts. Put your hands up in excitement and stop right where you are and watch Police Story. Yay. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's great. Yeah. I'm really trying to make these badly written. <laughs> no, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I, I love it. I wish that I wish that VHS was in my video store when I was a kid growing up. <laughs> that's that awesome. <laughs> uh so so yeah the music in this movie is amazing and uh and it starts from the from the very beginning we get to hear this awesome theme i i I just i love it and especially because the theme is sung by jackie chan jackie chan is this is a very jackie chan movie like more than more than just starring or even just directing or choreography he did everything yeah Yeah, this is almost kind of like a ground zero for the modern jackie chan Mm -hmm. brand you know it's like yeah this is one of the big really big uh kind of showcases of the jackie chan stunt team of course he had assembled a stunt team prior to this but they they had really kind of codified into like a really like a named uh entity and then yeah also you know the outtakes and the end credits. I mean, most of the sort of features that we all outtakes associate—they're oh, one of my God, favorite so bits of the good. movie. But yeah, most Sorry. of what we associate with Jackie um, is is kind of all all here, and and nothing would ever be the same. I think for him after Police Story. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways, even though he was still a huge star in Hong Kong um, before this movie, he tried to make his break in the United States with the film called The Protector, and it was notoriously a flop. And so, and I think a lot of ways, this movie is almost like Jackie Chan. It's like a comeback, even though it isn't a comeback, you know? So it has all the energy of somebody really trying to prove that they're really, you know, important. And yeah, all fronts 
in this movie are represented you know like jackie chan's like a full force so you know him and his stunt team and the music and the huge set pieces and just the uh you know even jackie chan and his acting in this movie is really strong and yeah it's all there so i think in a lot of ways like he was really trying to and he said this you know he's really trying to prove to the western audience like you know i've I'm I was right you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and also we should say that there's like a uh just giving a little bit of context um sort of like when we were talking about Snake in the Eagle's Shadow, you could easily refer to it as maybe like the first kung fu comedy, but of course there's some kind of precedent before that. Um we I think have mentioned Winners and Sinners before in the past or, or in i'm not passing, sure if, but, I, I mean i know we've talked about talked about it but I don't maybe know amongst ourselves but yeah, yeah maybe we haven't mentioned it on the mm-hmm. show but it was a, a samo directed film it does actually feature the our, our trio uh, but jackie has more of like a smaller part in it but he is playing a cop there and it is set in in present day um but it's much more of this kind of madcap goofy uh sort of sort of comedy which isn't isn't really the tone of police story much at mm-hmm. all. Um, but yeah, uh, I, we might've also talked about Jackie Chan singing, but I mean, he's a bona fide mm-hmm. recording star. You could say if you want to, oh, yeah. if you want to see a really cool video, uh, he sings on the Chinese version of the Mulan soundtrack. Oh, really? And there's actually yeah. a music, there's a, a music video, uh, for uh, make a man out of you, him singing. And he's, I mean, you can just picture his, his voice. Oh, that's is great awesome. Actually, I think there's also a video of him singing Beauty and the Beast um, for the Chinese soundtrack. Uh, Very cool. As well. But yeah, Carlos dug up an amazing video from. (laughs) Maybe it was like a talk show or variety show or something, but Jackie's singing the police story theme and it with all these kind of dancers behind him. Or maybe they're real cops. I don't know. But anyways, they're dressed as as <laughs> policemen. As and apparently this theme has kind of become like the unofficial theme of the Hong Kong police force. Or they try to like appropriate yeah. it when like recruiting Yes, all that that they have like whenever they have like televised recruitment ads, then they'll have the police story theme in the background. That's pretty cool. I don't know what our I don't Uh, know what our equivalent would be. um, uh, No one's taking advantage of it. Yeah, bad bad boys. boys, Yeah. inner circle i think that's the name of the band that does that song yeah although that's more about like anti-criminal than like (laughs) yeah pro cop right yeah (laughs) because the the thing that's so cool about this song is it's just so rousing it's you get pumped Mm -hmm. man it's like a i i would see it on my running playlist like you get oh yeah dude i mean yeah if you popped if you made like a like FM early '90s arcade yeah. cover of this, you could pop this into someone's Street Fighter playlist if they weren't. I was about to say it would just sound yeah. like Street Fighter. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. good. So the the movie starts with it's great. The very first shot of the movie is we see this like shanty town, and it's great watching it whenever you've already seen the movie because you're like that shanty town's gonna be gone in a few minutes. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But the scale uh, of it is great. It's like on this kind mm-hmm. of mountainside and. It's very alive. You see people cooking and there's like some like clothes hanging up and stuff like very mm-hmm. busy. But you yeah, you quickly realize that there's like a operation going on 
where it's like a sting. And the other thing I really like is that they kind of do this kind of establishing the characters at the same time as something's going on. So it's like a police briefing where they're going over all the villains of the movie. But at the same time as they're showing that, they're actually showing the operation being carried out. So you get both at the same time, which is very efficient. And I think Jackie Chan as a director in this movie is like really, really efficient. It's I I wonder if it's just being in so many movies and being around all of that. And, you know, he just Mm -hmm. got his hands in all these things that like rubbed off on him. Yeah. And it's like he knows both sides of it, you know, so he knows what works and what doesn't work. And he knows like how to make things as efficient as possible. And just the way they they stage action is so well done. Like, well, you you know how like I think we were saying in like uh, Wheels on Meals, how it, it seems like any device that comes across or tool that comes across Jackie's path. It's like, he sort of sees like the inner Kung Fu of it, whether it's like a skateboard or like a, a techno van or something. And I I could see him like in editing, like working in the editing suite and like finding almost the Kung Fu of, of the rhythm of the edit. I don't, did either of you guys get a chance to see the extended opening that uh, played in some markets of, of the movie? Mm-mm. I I've seen it before. I didn't watch it for this podcast. Yeah, so. it's it's interesting. Like, um, and definitely the right choice. I think uh, giving us what what we have here, but it actually opens with more of like a softer comedic thing, and is a little more mm. like uh, centered on Jackie as kind of the hero, which is something that I love about this cut. Is he's just kind of one of the one of the gang when when you're first. Introduced. I was gonna say that I, I love that in this first scene, like this is what makes him stand out as a, as a cop. He he's just part of the team with everyone else in this in this scene. But this is what makes him you know become the 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 super cop as we'll see. Yeah, totally. Uh, the rest of the but movie. yeah, you guys should check out that opening because you can almost uh, watching rewatching the film like with that context, you can almost kind of picture Jackie's wheels turning and and almost sort of see how he crafted this edit. It's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. There's something ingenious about how he opened the movie because it really played in a much more traditional way originally. Mm. Uh, and, and there wasn't any intercutting with the, with the villain in the car or anything like that. There was just kind of like a silly, more of a straight up comedy moment with, uh, Mars's character at the, uh, at the police station. And then it kind of went into like a normal briefing and yeah, I don't know. It's like Jackie really squeezed the most he could out of this opening sequence and kind of gets us into the story pretty quick. So this, the, the scene is basically it's a drug bust kind of gone wrong where all the, the officers are trying to are undercover as, as people in the town. Um, but then they get discovered and have to basically try to track down the bad guys before they're able to get away. Right. And this, I mean, it's just, it's great. It's just a constant chase scene, people doing all kinds of stunts and, and like flipping people around and, and eventually leads to lots of explosions (laughs) and stuff. It's just, ah, it's such a good scene. And it's not really funny. And like, you know, Jackie's really intense, uh, Mm -hmm. in this part of the movie and seeing like some amazing acting chops, I think. And yeah, I mean, we've got, lots of gun violence and yeah you have to imagine that this was just kind of a shock for hong kong audiences it's cool too because the cops are really portrayed heroically where as soon as something goes wrong 
all the cops are like, we got to save everybody and get everybody out of the way first. Like, that's their yeah, first reaction. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. in an American movie, you would kind of think that they're more focused on killing the bad guys. These guys are, yeah. like, grabbing all the explosives and putting them away and, like, moving all the innocents away and all this stuff. I thought that was a really cool touch. One bit you see the guy literally pick up a kid and, like, shove him into, like, an alleyway so that he doesn't get hit. Yeah. You know, the portrayal of these cops, too, gets really real, too, where you got this... Uh, cop that's really shaken up and he's mm-hmm. kind of losing his cool and jackie has to come in and like snap him out of it it's, yeah you know it's something that you really wouldn't expect and there's an amazing bit where he's like really psyching himself up to to jump out of cover and shoot and he shoots at a just a mirror and just shoots the reflection of himself yeah yeah, yeah it's and- cool Yeah, I love how much time they spend on that character. Like, you'd almost think that Mm -hmm. he had a bigger role in the in the story, but it just kind of establishes our tone for the movie. I think. Yeah. So the the scene escalates in a really dramatic way, where at the beginning of the sting, you see that they have like these semis with trailers that block the road on each side of the mountain so when all the guys are trying to escape, all the villains they realize that pretty quickly, and they. Basically, decide to take their cars and run them through the shanty town. So it's like this huge wide shot of just all the cars barreling down through the shanties. And there's explosions, and it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. amazing. It's, and there's so many, there's so bit. many like stuntmen in this sequence as well, in addition to just mm-hmm. all the buildings that are being destroyed that are leaping from rooftops like seconds before a car demolishes the building they were standing on it's it's amazing and then there are a few cuts to like uh, pov shots within a car that's Mm -hmm. like destroying the shanty town Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean there are so many scenes in this movie where i just think they had to have like they had to have had like 10 different cameras in different places because like hey guess what we can't reset this (laughs) Mm -mm. i think for anyone that's kind of a practical effects nut or appreciator or activist or whatever like this is your (laughs) this is your sequence and i don't know it's really kind of reminding me of about the kind of the spectacle of movies kind of almost going back Mm -hmm. to square one and uh yeah I'm not saying like I'm totally against CG. I know this is like a little bit of a tangent, but yeah. I, I've kind of, <laughs> no, I gotcha. I've gotten kind of so caught up and it's like, oh yeah, I guess whatever you have to do to make a world believable. But Jackie mm-hmm. has such like a more elemental sense of the audience and movies as entertainment where it's really about giving someone something that uh, they could get in no other, in no other way. And like, mm-hmm the audience is almost expecting them to kind of like go to the limit uh, it, uh, and really use their budget as, as much as they could. And, and yeah, create like a real sort of physical stunt. I don't know this is uh yeah, this is like a timeless uh, sequence, but yeah. the sequence just keeps going. It, oh, it just keeps going. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah Cause they, even whatever, after they destroy the whole town, it's still not done. And one of the, in my mind, one of the most iconic shots in the movie is whenever after the town's all completely destroyed, we see Jackie just running as fast as he can down the street with his gun in hand. And he's wearing like this jumpsuit thing. And all the other cops are saying, you know, that we need to regroup. And Jackie's like, nah, I can get him. Yeah. <laughs> and, just, and just keeps chasing them down. And that leads to the the double-decker bus bit. Where again, uh, what you're saying, Jackie Chan just is, it's like, hey, what's a thing I can use in this scene? Right. And I'm going to use it to do an incredible stunt. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, 
there's a double decker bus and an umbrella. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. it's nuts. It's nuts. So yeah, I, I heard him talking about this stunt a little bit, and he's got it's like a steel reinforced umbrella that he uses for the yeah. stunt itself. But that doesn't take anything away from the no. <laughs> Whenever I read I read that, and I was thinking, oh, so it was still an umbrella yeah. though. <laughs> And like he's still hooked an umbrella onto a bus, and he's like sliding on his on his converse. But I love that pavement. kind of Jackie Chan or like Hong Kong logic, where it's like, okay, yeah, an umbrella would break, and I could see another crew being like, okay, well, we'll make a harness and we'll create some kind of wire. Yeah. And it's like, no, we need a stronger umbrella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's 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 great here because. Uh, kind of like what we're saying about this being like chapter one of like a new Jackie Chan or whatever. Um, this mm-hmm. double decker sequence, especially that great shot when it turns a corner and his like, his legs are kind of flailing. Um, mm-hmm. Oh as he's yeah. Hanging. I mean, it's just amazing, but it's like, this is, this is, uh, this is like the total package of Jackie Chan yeah. as, as we know him now. The other thing I had kind of forgotten about really the movie in general, because uh, my first memories are those big set pieces, the town being destroyed or sliding down the glass. But the fight choreography is so intense. It has so much mm-hmm. edge, especially for a Jackie film. Like, I don't know. I think it really kind of takes the spirit of some of the fighting from Wheels on Meals, you know, um, mm-hmm. like almost some of his kind of kickboxy rhythm like with Benny the Jet and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So there are these little great moments of fighting, even in this bus sequence where then Jackie jumps inside of the bus through a window. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's some vintage kind of Jackie Chan stunt team choreography, but I don't know. It's a little more intense than you're used to seeing it, I think. Yeah, but it's very kinetic. You know, one, yeah, one of the yeah. shots I really like is it's like a shot pointing down at Jackie as he's trying to reach up to hook the umbrella up to the oh, higher. So and it's, it's insane. Yeah. He's he's on the side of the bus and you see on the left side of the shot cars zooming past him, you know? It's mm-hmm. not like it's it's all there and he does this leap. You there. know, he almost commits to this leap and he doesn't make it. So you're like, "Oh my god, like I can't believe he did oh, this." <laughs> it's crazy. But so, yeah. So, yeah, he ends up getting tossed from the bus and he doesn't even give up there. So, he mm-hmm. The, the the street's like winding down it's like a windy road so he decides the the straightest path between any two points mm-hmm. you know is down the hill <laughs> yeah and uh he runs down he uh kind of like blocks a car so the car's blocking the road so he's plays he's playing chicken with this bus and um <laughs> he holds his gun out and uh, they say keep driving you know and then he shoots into the air and they're like oh my god and um yeah. so then the driver has to hit the brakes and then uh mm-hmm. it's great the all the bad guys get tossed out the front of the bus and they yeah. fall onto the ground and uh that's how he and it stops just in front of jackie like, yeah it's it's incredible yeah. Yeah, well it's yeah. kind of like like we we're saying like whatever tool you know, just Jackie's resourcefulness is amazing. And this is, has to be one of the first movies where Jackie was finally able to do with cars what he likes to do with human beings in choreography. <laughs> and you get a little taste of that in this shanty town because really, I mean, the cars are almost like extension of, of human-like characters. But e- even mm-hmm. here, it's, you know, the cars move so fast and they stop so they stop so short. I know, uh, Carlos, you were brushing up on, on that uh, audio commentary recently too, but they, they mentioned there that the stunt didn't go as planned. The, the right. two guys that 
push through the glass. They were supposed to land on the car that's just beyond Jackie, and mm-hmm. they just hit the street. They like just hit the, the ground. Um, yeah, so they were, they were injured, and the the problem was that they didn't realize that the bus they were using for the stunt has air brakes, which aren't just like a regular car's padded brakes. So when the guy when the driver hit the brakes, it kind of does this recoil on the bus so the momentum that they the stunt performers had was lost because of the air brakes and they weren't Mm -hmm. able to leap out of the the bus like they had hoped so instead of um flying past jackie chan to the car they just fall kind of immediately behind him and um the other thing that jackie chan mentions when he's talked about this in the past is that he still is staying in character you know like he knows something was wrong but he stays in character he runs to the Mm -hmm. side of the bus to you know check the other bad guys and then the moment that they call cut then he immediately runs over to his team and it's like oh man make sure they're okay one of those dudes got hurt really bad jackie kind of has a take he reacts to them falling but then Mm -hmm. immediately snaps into, into i mean and you have to imagine the pressure on jackie here in the sequence like uh, y- yes, he's directing it. It's a giant budget film. He's also the star. But he, we've uh, mentioned before. I think uh, we've talked about Samo as like the big big brother. Like that's the nickname among <laughs> the three of them. But Jackie is big brother also. And for his stunt team, he is like the Potter familius or whatever. Um, he's really responsible for all these guys. So mm-hmm. when you have to imagine like all of those all those pressures on him at once it's pretty it's pretty nuts i don't know i love uh i would love a cut of the movie where the title drops in like right after after this movie. Yeah. and i'm a sucker for yeah. like a really delayed like, uh, a late title, title card yeah yeah that sounds cool i gotcha i think you're saying about him checking in with the people as soon as they called cut that's i will probably mention it when we talk about this movie in the future but that was a great one of my favorite Jackie Chan stories is about mm-hmm. him working um, as a as an extra on uh, what it was a Bruce Lee movie I think it was Center, Center of the Dragon yeah it's Center of the Dragon yeah yep and it's like he, the same yeah, thing you know what I'm saying he has the same thing where um, Bruce Lee hit Jackie really hard and like looked all cool and stuff and as soon as they called cut Bruce ran over to him was like oh no are you are you okay <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and and Jackie said I actually was okay but like this is Bruce Lee so I was like oh yeah I, I guess I'll be okay <laughs> it's perfect <laughs> yeah it's I, I don't know I love that story. sense of like the sort of there's like a sweeter nature to kind of the stunt, yeah, stunt yeah. person code you know it's like yep. uh right after this we see it, it it's great because it's it's a total 80s cop movie thing where you know, the chief is kind of like, you're reckless, loose cannon, but you get results. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I haven't watched the dub they... in a while. That's got to be a great scene in the dub. Wild Boar was supposed to be a carefully planned operation. How'd it end up like something out of the Keystone Cops? You nearly let the big fish get away. What happened? Weren't you giving clear orders? Uh, we were, sir. There was nothing wrong with the inspector's orders. What then? Uh... I guess if I had to be honest, sir, there may have been a few flaws in their execution. You're telling me! <laughs> it, it's pretty fun. Uh, it's not definitely not quite as that as, uh, you know. I would, as the guy that plays the chief is really, really young, or at least very baby-faced, so yeah, he's not like the, the kind of the grizzled chief that you would expect in, you know, uh, like a lethal weapon or something. And then the other character, I can't remember his role in the, the police force, but he's someone that kind of sticks with the police story film. It's it's Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uncle Bill? Uncle Bill. I always remember him from all, like, 
you know, like, he's in Rumble in the Bronx. He's in, like, a bunch of Jackie Chan's movies from around, like, yeah. the mid to late 80s to mid 90s. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's um, great. And I guess he was originally a like a horse racing commentator. That's what I and heard. Came yeah. into stuff <laughs> and, and I guess Sammo Hung was like really big into horse racing stuff, so he would it's it sounds like any 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 movie um that he was working on, Sammo would drop by to get some horse tips and stuff. <laughs> That's fun. Nice. <laughs> but they uh the the police the police chief tells them basically, hey, you got some results, so you're going to be like the poster boy for the Hong Kong Police Department and get a great montage of him like doing a big photo shoot where he's like on a motorcycle and like inflating a life vest and stuff. And it's kind of it's just kind of a silly little scene. There is a little again, thing in there that um, he's like arresting looks like a guy that's doing drugs. And uh, mm-hmm. that's actually the dude that played the Night Watchman oh, yeah. in um, Magnificent Butcher. Butcher. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And actually, yeah, yeah. Sort of gaunt, gaunt-looking guy. And he's right. even dressed kind of the same way. And really, he is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Just pulled him right from that. Yeah, his name is Sang Cho Lam. And uh, yeah, yeah, Har Kang Fung, who's in this movie as well. Oh, I was yeah. say who's also in this movie. He's the I, guy I recognized him. that ends up killing him in Magnificent Butcher. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but Fung Harkan, we'll get more to him later, but he, whenever I saw him, he was, it was really cool seeing him be like, oh, I, I recognize that guy. <laughs> like, uh, he, yeah, he was in Magnificent Butcher and uh, Staking the Evil Shadow, I think. Yeah. Yep. And a billion other things, but. He's always good at playing the bad guy. Yes, he has yeah. a very good villain, villainous kind of and look to him. he has awesome, him. like, white suits and sunglasses in this movie. Mm-hmm. I yep. think almost every scene, but. And uh, I love uh, we get a brief scene where Uncle Bill and the the superintendent are like they're at like a bar and they're shooting darts. And I love that they're throwing the darts and are missing every single one of them. (laughs) That's great. Like they're not even close. They're like hitting close to the ground. And one thing is particularly important for like that young the younger guys you mentioned because as the movie Mm -hmm. goes on we sort of see him as kind of a more antagonistic force for, for Jackie. And so, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's a lot of intention here. It's like, Oh, like, he, you know, he doesn't even have enough coordination to, to play darts. Well, like, is he really <laughs> in a position to be telling, you know, these policemen that put their lives on the line, like what to do? Maybe that's reading too much into it. I don't know. I like it. I like uh-huh. it. Yeah. But so they, they get, um, this woman named Selena, who uh, we saw earlier in the film, and she is like an accomplice of the the big bad guy, and they have her to you know to be a witness. And I love whenever they say they need to talk to her privately, and her lawyer steps out, and it's literally all of the policemen as soon as the door closed just kind of are like twiddling their thumbs and just kind of looking around the room and right. not saying anything and she's like well what why did you have to ask me she's like no nah, nothing you're good yeah it's and... great because it, it totally plays the lawyer against her <laughs> mm-hmm. you know they it's a bit of this comedy it's it's not played as much for comedy but you get a comedic angle out of this uh yeah. kind of law like bureaucratic situation yeah, totally. And we should say uh, that she's played by uh, Bridget Lynn, who is a pretty gigantic star at this at this time. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she ended up having a pretty big career in, in some of the more like swordplay kind of roles, um, really as like a as a as a lead. But then ha- sort of, I guess you could say 
I think it's sort of sad, but there's a career trajectory. We've encountered it before of a lot of uh, Hong Kong actresses where um, after getting married, they'll sort of retire from the business. And yeah. that was that was true for Bridget Lynn as well. Dang. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, dang. <laughs> uh, Jackie is introduced just a second before that whole scene that Jackie is going to basically be her bodyguard to make sure that, you know, if the if the evil drug people come to you know try to kill her or kidnap her away or something that he can you know take care of her and this is where most of the kind of the comedy in the movie comes from is just like the very like 80s sitcom kind of odd couple thing where it's you know Jackie's the this you know the police officer that knows best and and she's you know just trying to to lose him at every step of the way yeah right. yeah this is another escort mission guys yeah <laughs> here we yeah, go kinda. again but it, it really is great and their chemistry is really good uh you know she's playing kind of this hoity-toity like I have I don't want anything to do with you type and he's kind of uh stuck at you know I this is my job so I have to and um she's like playing hard to get with him most of the time like when they get to her apartment which is like super 80s apartment yeah <laughs> it's like it's really great. it's like pink and there's like geometric shapes and mm-hmm. all this stuff um she's trying to like lock him out so he's kind of snooping around the outside of her apartment like peeking in mm-hmm. through windows and stuff and uh, it's right there's one bit where he like jumps up like to try to scare her through the window and and she just kind of stares at him mm-hmm. like oh you're so scary yeah yeah and this is kind of like a sort of there's this big contrivance kind of behind this whole mm-hmm. part of the movie which is it does feel kind of like classic hong kong comedy like a slightly contrived thing and kind of misunderstanding, but we mentioned it before. I think they call him Big Mouth in some of the translations, mm-hmm. um, but it's played by played by Mars, who's one of Jackie's like long-standing friends mm-hmm. and uh, stunt stunt team guys. Yeah, he's, and act- he's actually act- pulled. Did I say? And we actually inter- interacted with Mars yeah. earlier because he was one of the kids in Come Drink with Me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, because we mentioned yeah. he's got a really distinctive look and face and everything which which is important for how they use him in this in this sequence Mm -hmm. so it isn't just jackie that's trying to jump through the window and scare her um yeah the movie doesn't give it away quite yet but uh he's recruited Mm -hmm. mars to to do the same thing and almost like a halloween jason kind of yeah with an actual myers kind of look to him but I, and yeah because when you first see it you're thinking like is he just really terrible at this Cause, cause he's um, like he's hiding in the closet, and she sees him, but thinks it's just another, it's just Jackie being goofy again. But then he starts trying to stab her. But then every time he gets in a position where he could actually stab her, he's like, "I'm, I'm gonna get you. I'm, I'm gonna do it." <laughs> you know, and if it had been like a Hong Kong movie, like just four years prior to this, or like just like a late '70s thing, I could also see it just being like a reusing an actor situation because we've definitely encountered that but uh yeah there's a scene later in the movie that that i think kind of helps just bring it Mm -hmm. home for audiences but yeah then this leads to a really great bit where jackie kind of comes in as uh you know kind of saving the the white knight exactly (laughs) kind of saving the day and they have a great little bit of action like not intending to hurt each other but (laughs) doing so anyways He's basically trying to scare her straight, you know, because she's being very resistant to him. And, uh, yeah, he's using his buddy to do it. And uh, (laughs) 
he ends up getting clocked pretty hard so he's like unconscious and so oh. jackie has to do kind of like a weekend at bernie's like weekend with at bernie's yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> and that's really fun oh that's that's probably my favorite bit of physical comedy in the whole movie is <laughs> she, she selena hits him over the head with like uh like a vase or something and he's like gets knocked out for a second and then gets back up they fight a little more she gets him over the head with a lamp and <laughs> he's completely knocked out cold and and jackie's like uh no he's he's still fighting me while he's just swinging him around <laughs> and then she's getting ready to hit him with like a pillar and he's like no no wait <laughs> Even during these comedic sequences, though, you get a really good sense of Jackie Chan's directorial eye, though. Like, totally. how he, like, stages all these shots, you know, these wide angles and stuff. I really like when uh, Mars is knocked down and Selena's gonna take... She has, like, this kind of Greek pillar-looking pedestal thing. Yeah, and she's gonna, yeah. like, finish him off. And uh, there's, like, this really nice camera shot of uh, Jackie, like, catching it before she clocks him on the ground. And just the way that it's arced and the way that every you get everything you need to see in every in mm-hmm. the shot. And it's very efficient. It's it's really great, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So no, so much, so much amazing physical comedy and even stuff that we haven't mentioned here. And Jackie pulls the whole, like, oh, well, I guess you're fine. So I'm just going to leave. And that's, they have a little, you know, back and forth of... Right. Of like, well, I guess you don't want me to be your bodyguard. Well, I guess we'll be your bodyguard. And then they actually go to attack her. Right, um, right. Uh, all the drug people actually do show up and, and try to kidnap her. And um, the movie kind of jumps back to the to the tone it had in the very first scene. Yeah. But, you know, in many ways, this is we haven't seen like an extended combat sort of sequence. Um, I mm-hmm. mean, the scene with Mars is... You know, there's, it's a little bit more for a comedic thing. And we had a couple beats in, during the double-decker sequence. But I don't know about you guys, but for me rewatching the film, this is probably my favorite sequence of the movie. I think um, so, too. Right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I could, you know, it's an incredible change. But, yeah, like, like we were saying earlier, um, a lot of the Jackie Chan sort of stunt team staples of choreography, but it's a little bit faster. It's a little bit edgier. Um, a little bit more frightening almost um, yeah mm-hmm. yeah right out the gate when the car like you know after he starts fighting with this guy another car shows up and jackie chan has to like leap over the hood and uh the dudes just jump out immediately with baseball bats and he has barely enough time to think and another car shows up so just like mm-hmm. non-stop you can blink and miss like big chunks of this action just because of how, like I said, how kinetic everything is. Yeah. Um, they are using. And this is kind of where gla- glass story kind of begins too. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Especially man, that, that drop kick that Jackie does I against, know, you know, dude. the dude and just sends him through the windshield. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like how can something so violent look so good? Like, you know, just <laughs> uh-huh. so stylish. And um, yeah, you get to and see. It's so dark. It's so dark too, but everything is right. so clear. Like, yeah yeah and just yeah it's 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 dark it's it's nighttime outside and it's just kind of lit by the lights in the street but it's still like crystal clear you can see everything that's happening and i i again it's one of those things where i didn't realize how much i love that until someone pointed out how muddy a lot of action movies get and then um whenever i watch movies like this i'm like that's right this this does look really good i mean yeah yeah yeah, it's a weird never mind i i Holding, holding, well, we won't, we won't get in. We yeah, won't get in. I love. I, love all I feel movies. like we need. We, every movie. We should great. just. 
every movie's good. Yeah. No, I feel like we should just have a bonus episode that's just Marty talking about how much he doesn't like Marvel movies for an hour. That could be like a whole your other... spidey your spidey sense was well tingled. There. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, okay, to talk about this scene a bit more, like even guys getting attacked, how you know it's even stylish when a guy's like flipping like from an attack. You know, like Jackie Chan yeah, grabs absolutely. a guy by the shoulders and just like whips him around and does like three spins before he hits the ground you, you know or jackie chan tossing a guy and uh tossing him away from a door and the, he knocks the door on the way down from flying back it's just man so cool so cool i can't get enough and then, yeah you can see uh if you look close in the background there's like a fleet of jackie chan stunt team trucks with the jc stunt team <laughs> logo on them they're like yeah, these that's black funny. trucks yeah, that's so, so it's cool. like nothing perfect but it's almost like an easter egg i i think it's really cool i've always wanted it, one of those jackie chan stunt those team shirts, shirts. Oh, yeah, in the outtakes, he has it with the logo on the back. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is a this is a great showcase for for the stunt team, and a sequence like mm-hmm. this is only possible with people trusting each other that much. And yeah, I love what you're saying. Like, it's the way that that someone takes a hit or those those spins. I mean, it's almost like figure skating, like Adam Rippon level or right. something. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it'd be awesome watching this entire sequence at like. 25 percent speed or something mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah just to really take in everything yeah. but the thing that i think is really cool about that is even though everything's moving so fast you still see everything you need to see mm-hmm. you don't need to watch it in slow motion yeah, totally. you know like no, jackie chan be- gives you everything point. yeah, yeah it, it's it's great it's great um there's yeah. a one thing that i always like to think about that i heard him say once and i forget where i saw this but um he talks about filming like like a an, a punch, you know, like so. What he does is he'll do like a shot of the guy attacking, and instead of like um, showing just a person reacting to the hit, it'll be one shot of a person punching, and then the shot of the person getting hit is almost like rewound, just like half a second, so you get yeah. that reeling again, and then the punch because the action's happening so fast that your brain isn't really doing Mm -hmm. the math but when you do that when you cut to the action of the i mean the action and the reaction if the reaction gives you that little bit of a rewind so that your brain can process it you get to see it all together like as a whole picture that much more it's you can see it especially like in the first like when uh jackie chan goes to the stroller because he thinks he hit like a baby in a stroller yeah so it's him looking at the stroller and then a guy comes up from the side and like knees him in the face so if you watch that shot you'll see the guy run out and do the kick but then when it cuts to jackie chan it's like half a second behind what they just showed you yeah so then you get to see that reaction in full Whereas, like, I mean, not to go on to this Marvel movie and, like, Hollywood action <laughs> again, but, you know, yeah. they don't do that, you know? Like, so, like, I mean, that's just your opinion, saying, though, Carlos. A, f- a I few mean, movies. Most, most of us well. love those movies. No, <laughs> no but that, I think that's a, great, that's a great little illustration of some of the genius of Jackie and the other great, um, you know, action filmmakers. It isn't just about being a great physical performer. Um, yeah. But there's so, much, there's so much craft in the edit as well. Well, as um, you're saying about the the way the cuts happen, that's um, Terminator Two does that really well because I know I remember seeing wow, a thing about how how the um, that you know that really great scene where Arnold does like the I guess Arnold probably doesn't, but the T T800 does like the front 
wheelie on the motorcycle across the street mm. and it like cuts like four different times. They act they aren't like don't make sense on like a timeline mm. where it'll like it'll be back a few seconds each time it cuts. But it looks really cool because like you kind of understand what's happening without it, you know, right. whiplashing Absolutely. your mind. Yeah, or it's cool. sort of like or, or like let's say a door is closing in front of you. Like the way that you can mm-hmm. play with time in an edit where it's like it's almost fantastically getting closer and closer, but you still have just enough time mm-hmm. to, to get there. It's like mm-hmm. that's part yeah. of what makes I don't know, I think the medium of cinema so exci- oh, yeah. exciting because it all it seems so explicit. It's like, well, I'm seeing it. So it's real. Like it has to be happening. Um, But then the way that you can subtly manipulate that is I think where a lot of the the magic lies. Um, So the bad guys get away and Jackie and Selena are are driving away. And this is another great, after that very serious scene, we get some physical comedy with their, their car is just wrecked <laughs> and all and the, the windows are Jackie blown keeps out like the... waving on the traffic yeah, this yeah. Sequence is just everybody's great. beeping at him yeah <laughs> the the doors and... like tied to the roof yeah that's oh that's right the door is tied to the roof and he has his uh, little because uh, earlier we see like the roof the, the door ID getting knocked down like the <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah and he has yeah, the, yeah, the police see. id taped up <laughs> and then they get back to his apartment and as soon as they get into the apartment, he turns on the lights and we hear like people talking and he like dives down and, and covers Selena on the couch and gets his gun out. But we see it's just uh, like a surprise birthday party that his girlfriend has. He's like, oh, that's right. It's my birthday. I'll turn on the light. Oh, oh. Happy birthday to oh it's you, May. Happy I forgot that today was my birthday. To Sorry, huh? Did I hurt you? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think this is one of the most brilliant things about the movie because we, I guess, haven't said it explicitly, but like, I, I think when the comedy we get in this movie, it never breaks the tone of that's kind of set in the beginning, and it's something that mm-hmm. we've said about some of our other Hong Kong films is we're like, okay, the tone yeah, is a little whiplash. weird. Yeah, some of some of the whiplash and even some really great Sammo Hung movies, I think, sometimes could be accused of mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. But like, um. But I don't know. What I think is so brilliant here is it's like he saved so much uh, juicy material for the sequence. It's like, oh, wait, it's his birthday. Wait, he has like a serious long-term girlfriend <laughs> that's mm-hmm. like basically the complete opposite of Bridget Lynn's character. Like she's really sort of sweet and uh, well-behaved. And I don't know. It's perfect. Yeah, because I guess we didn't mention like Bridget Lynn is also kind of provocatively dressed in this nightgown and everything so there's like a giant kind of misunderstanding of mm-hmm. kind of yeah so she, she with sees that he brought back uh, this other woman that's scantily dressed and she smashes the birthday cake into his face yeah it's good. and then he opens the door a few minutes later and someone else smashes another cake into his face <laughs> yeah, it's awesome yeah it's i was great. i was reading that and like uh one of the kind of few American screenings of Police Story for critics, like a lot of the critics latched on to this cake sequence. And so like their criticism of the film is like, it's sort of, uh, you know, it resorts to, or descends to like pie in the face sort of gags. And I don't know, it was just, I felt it was, it's so unfair, (laughs) especially maybe just the context of watching other Hong Kong film. And I don't know, seeing Police Story is maybe more of a refined, example of 
kind of balancing comedy, but yeah, there's definitely some some pie in the face gags. Uh, <laughs> and it, but it's like that's a, part of what we love about Jackie too, though. Sure, I I would think that you know at the time critics, you know, from the West in America, are, or you know, they're used to these hard boiled kind of cop situations, and yeah. you know, to see this kind of uh you know balance or you know contrast of comedy and action like that would be pretty jarring for you know somebody from a critical eye looking at right, it right, compared to like dirty harry or something like that they're like what's yeah. what is this what's going on but one thing i do love about this movie a lot is that it is starring written and directed by jackie chan but never once is it like, oh man, Jackie, you're the coolest person in the world, and everyone likes you, dude? Yeah, like hundred percent. Like yeah. he's kind of a jerk in a lot of the movie, <laughs> and and everyone kind of calls him out on it. Well, and even I, yeah, and I think that kind of gets at like the Jackie Chan like ethos and part of what we love about mm-hmm. him. Like even if his character in another film isn't being a jerk, he's never like a flawless superhero. Um, yeah, and even in terms of. Uh, his fighting and his action, like part of why it's so exciting is he doesn't seem like he's the guy that's built to be the best fighter. Um, And he'll, you know, he'll take on guys that seem like they're, oh yeah, I I would expect that, you know, you're some highly trained like martial artist. And Jackie Chan is a little bit more like bow-legged and, you know, kind of a a shorter guy and Mm -hmm. just has kind of an interesting sort of body rhythm and everything and i don't know i think that's it's all part of what's exciting about him he's not yeah. like this perfect specimen and it's mm-hmm. maybe part of what we all kind of relate to in in jackie so much more and than in this movie he's always outnumbered you know he's yeah, always totally. just trying to hang on to to grasp at victory you know so um yeah it's much more relatable than you know like mm-hmm. kung fu superheroes that you'd see in other movies and you know, that's one of the big reasons why he became so popular. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's also kind of like, it's sort of the anti Bruce Lee, you know, it's like, um, (laughs) and one of the things that we all love about Bruce Lee is his confidence and, uh, sort Mm -hmm. of swagger, but, um, yeah, it's his presence, but it also, you know, kind of from behind the scenes reports, it's like, it did kind of shape how those movies worked. Like he, he wouldn't be comfortable if his character wasn't kind of perfect all the time. And, I don't know. I think Jackie actually tapped into something that for me is like more timeless and more universal. Um, the dude's a genius. Yeah, it's definitely here. Yeah, man. Yeah. And we get to see his butt. Yeah. As that, I was going to say, dude, his ab- I mean, yeah, I know I was just talking about, you know, him seeming like goofy or gangly, but yeah, what that, yeah, he's in. Yeah. Whenever he takes shit. a shower after, oh, yeah, he's going to say when he takes a shower after to get all the cake off of his face, he is in ridiculous shape. Yeah, it's uh, we saw we we saw that a little bit in uh, Wheels on Meals, and he's still in just a good shape. Uh, just a year later, yeah. Well, he, I mean, he knows too that he has like a really big female fan base at this point. Yeah, <laughs> kind of all throughout Asia, really. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I have I to banter that a little bit. Like that that was probably like the shirtless Kylo Ren of its day. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the only point of reference. Oh man. So yeah, we, we move forward a little bit. There's a, a cute little yeah. gag with Selena and May uh played by Maggie Chung. Uh and she reprises her role throughout the series. And yeah, um that's great. Yeah, there's like a goofy little comedy like where 
Chen doesn't realize that she's listening into the conversation may and mm-hmm. he basically makes a fool of himself but um yeah. that's pretty cute but after that you get a great little sequence where uh very raymond chow sequence yeah. selena um she realizes she sees a photo she realizes that mars the I, I forget what you said big mouth um he's in a photo so she recognizes his face and she's like oh okay that's what's up so she sets him yeah. up because uh, Chen has like a recorder that who's going to get information to help prosecute Chu Tao, the drug lord. So mm-hmm. she sets up this pretty clever audio um, trap for for Chen, <laughs> yeah. where she's yeah. like making these noises and saying things that could be taken in different contexts, and he doesn't realize mm-hmm. it. But um, the next morning, he wakes up to the phone ringing, and he's late for the court case and uh she's escaped so she's gone the thing i thought was kind of funny about this shot is that he sees her lingerie and i'm like i don't know if she's wearing his clothes or something but (laughs) you know she did she leave naked (laughs) because i don't know if he has women's clothes in the apartment but i don't (laughs) whatever so he has to hustle over to i guess it's called the supreme court or the high court or whatever it's called mm-hmm. oh yeah and the whatever big... he has to park yeah yeah oh that's he, amazing there's just this tiny little space for him to park in and this other guy is trying like, measuring it out to see if he can parallel park and then whenever jackie sees it he's just hauls for it and there's this great cut to him doing like a like a basically it drifts into the the spot. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, again, it's like the car is an extension of his kung fu, and actually that little cameo he uh, he's a like a famous Hong Kong composer. Um, yeah, it's it's Michael Lai. He's involved in the soundtrack for this movie. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's one. Of, yeah, there. Uh, sorry, we we talked about the music, but we didn't really get into it. But yeah, there are two composers credited. So it's Michael Lai and then uh, Tang Siu Lam, um, mm-hmm. and I think they're both credited on the theme song as well. And, and yeah. I'm not sure the the lyricist. Uh, I think there's someone else that wrote the lyrics, but in Jackie Chan's driving a Honda Civic, I didn't even need to look that yeah. up. I knew that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the cool thing about Police Story too is it's pre, uh, it's like pre Mitsubishi contract or. There's still I, I did still see a lot of Mitsubishi's, but yeah, he's driving a a Honda. Or maybe he mm-hmm. no, never mind, because we had Mitsubishi and Wheels on Meals, didn't we? Oh sure, I don't know. I don't know the timing of it all, but I did remember seeing like some Mitsubishi's in there, and yeah. yeah but we should talk about this courtroom because oh, it's amazing. I so, always like, a thought little, it was a little so bit funny. Of a context, uh, and I guess we haven't gotten into it all that much, but part of what separated yeah. Hong Kong from mainland China uh, was the British sort, you know, colonial influence, and that mm-hmm. the courts actually. At this time, if it would have been more of an accurate depiction, every trial would have been conducted in English. And so most of you know the judges and the lawyers would have actually all been uh, Westerners, but they would have oh, been wearing oh. those, those barrister wigs and everything. Mm. Yeah, they have the powdered wigs on. And like you said, that is in Cantonese, but the whenever the judge says overruled and, you know, objection stuff, they say all that in English, mm-hmm. which I guess is kind yeah. of a that's kind of them saying, you know, that this is this is how it is right now, which is that's just is funny. Cause when I first saw the movie, it was you know, it was years ago. And I remember just thinking, what are why are they wearing the jet like the wigs right. on their heads? Yeah, but, when it's I, funny, I guess even now in, um, really how it is. 
in present day uh, Hong Kong, apparently the I've heard that the wigs have stuck, even though the um, hmm. even though a lot of the other traditions are kind of yeah. are kind of gone. And it's funny because they have the wigs, but you can still see their hair underneath the wigs. Yeah, like, it's great. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a for- formality or something. Yeah, yeah like formality. It. But yeah, this is kind of there's another like subtle kind of theme in the movie, like pushing back against some of the colonial influence in Hong Kong. Mm. And that I mean, that has to be another element that the you know, audiences weren't really prepared for, but it's from what I understand, actually like they took to really well. There's a, we can get into some of the complications with the commentary track maybe later, but um, <laughs> there, there was mention of, you know, like Hong Kong audiences typically being somewhat kind of timid in the way, like say at a concert or something like that, but that there are a few sequences in this film that like, you know, routinely got cheers, uh, as it came out and there's there's a moment later when Jackie's character is kind of giving it to the police chief and and that kind of sort of hints at some of the colonial oh. uh, influence so it's like hmm. i don't know yeah just another an, another sort of element uh, uh kind of of what Jackie's doing that's really kind of bra- groundbreaking for his his audience here and this prosecutor is like super going in on him mm-hmm. he's tearing him up <laughs> so he's um, great man he has so yeah, much he's, fun with this he's part. really good he's really good yeah he's a great kind of slimy lawyer he's type. yeah lawful evil yeah it's not quite like a <laughs> yeah. Saul Goodman-esque kind of thing so that, yeah that'd be awesome to drop but yeah like the, the, the tack he takes is basically like well how can you be sure that you were that you were following the same bus the the entire time yeah, that you gave were, chase. Yeah. And it's like, it is a great kind of slimy defense where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, once you sort of plant that seed of doubt, like how do you defend against it kind of? Yeah, so Chan gets pretty desperate and he reaches for mm-hmm. the uh, tape recorder that he got his yeah. confession out of Selena yeah. because Selena's nowhere to be found. And um, <laughs> he gives them the tape and they proceed to play it without knowing what's on it, which I don't know. And Maggie Chung's there in the in the courtroom. Um, right, there's a cute yeah, cute little like wave there. when he's being sworn in. Where, <laughs> like he has his hand yeah. raised and then he kind of does this little wave. It's cool. I just think it's pretty funny that in like a court case they're like, "Oh, you got a tape? Sure, let's let's play it right now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. Uh, I don't it's very, know. About very that. movie court kind of. Yep. Yeah, uh, I forgot no. that there is at least some kind of objection. Uh, but the judge is basically says like, "Oh, it's too important of a case or something." We need yeah, to- <laughs> yeah. It's a movie. It's yep. it's leading yeah. up to a joke. So right. You'll need to turn the volume up as high as it'll go. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's an old tape. It's a little bit further on. Hey, watch what you're doing. That's my pride and joy. Be careful, you're breaking it. What is that? Ugly thing, get rid of it. No way, it's my favorite. Oh, now you've made me wet all over. I'll wipe it off for you. (laughs) Just talking about my cactus. What is this? Look, I'm only wet up here. I spilled orange juice all over her, that's all. Oh, you must believe me. It isn't what you think, honestly. (laughs) But when the tape plays, 
at first a song plays and everybody's like oh my god and he's like oh wait 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 like and actually yeah i looked into it and it's yeah anita mui who i also remember just like uncle bill from rumble in the bronx and uh yeah she had a long music career just like how you were saying how people would be actresses and singers and all this stuff and Mm -hmm. the song is called leaping in the spotlight and uh yeah i I shared the link with you guys too so we can yeah i saw that i was wondering what that was yeah it's super sweet 80s song (laughs) i like what you you were just saying matthew where it's like you know we would have like a problem with them in admitting this evidence but there's this kind of movie phenomenon where like if it somehow goes badly for the hero you totally forgive it like <laughs> yeah i yeah. don't know interesting like little movie rule of thumb mm-hmm. or something so the case doesn't it doesn't really go anywhere from here because the tape is just the the out of context uh jackie and selena interacting with each other <laughs> and we get to see chu the the drug lord looking at jackie on tv like yeah. an interview on some show and he he's like basically really like, upset looking <laughs> yeah and he's like we we gotta we gotta get rid of this guy um and this is again where we get to see um i can't Fung his name. does he have a name his name the is danny name? danny, danny that's Chu. right oh, danny nice. danny Chu. that's right just like oh, yeah me. we get to see yeah just like <laughs> you man that's just like you that's right <laughs> um yeah we get to see uh Fung Hakan again uh, as Danny, who I think is supposed to, he's supposed to be the the nephew of the drug lord. I don't know. And yeah, it, I, it might be one of those situations where they just where say he just calls uncle, him uncle. Yeah. Just just do it. It's not really um, clear. Yeah, no big deal. But yeah, no, yeah whatever. But, I but feel he's like that's Jackie talking to Fung, <laughs> talking <laughs> yeah. to him on set. Wait, was I supposed to be that? It's no big deal. Just yeah, come on. it's it's fine. <laughs> do you have your sunglasses? Let's go. Just just put on your sunglasses and stylish suit. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's, you know, they're doing like they're planning. Uh, I, I think we mentioned it before, but he's um, Chu has this awesome 1980s cell phone. That's like a, a brick that he's um, uses all throughout the movie. And I, I don't know. I love like big, dumb 80s things like that. It's great. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's great. Um, he kind of talks through with uh, Selena saying like, you know, you just got to stay put and, you know, we'll, we're going to figure this out. But of course, you know, kind of behind the scenes, he's like, you know, we, we got to get rid of we got to get rid of all these people. Uh, yeah. Jackie's kind of uh, put on a little bit of like uh, like probational duty or something. They so like he, send him out into the boonies. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to he has to work in this little police station that has like farm life. Uh, out in the yard in front of it and he ends up stepping in some poop as he walks in and he does a little like b-boy pop and lock dance to wipe <laughs> yeah the he shoe does off. a little moon a little moonwalk thing which that's is, right yeah, that's good pretty great and then we get a, a really yeah, this converse is get some uh get some workout <laughs> yeah. yeah goodness a great 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 sequence in this uh police station of him playing the operator answering all of the telephones oh man this and is it's like brilliant. really like almost like classic like film right here where he's oh, yeah. basically wrapping him up in a in a spider web of telephone lines mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's great it's, that's this definitely one of those like you like describing doesn't give it justice like yeah, it, absolutely. It, the him just trying to answer all of these different phones and trying to take everything and then eventually he just gives up and takes all the phones off the hooks so that they won't ring so he can eat. <laughs> and it's funny yeah, and too because one of the, the people too is great. Yeah. 
Yeah, one of the people on the line is uh, May, his girlfriend, that he's been, mm-hmm. like, trying to keep things smooth with her because she's yeah, like, oh, yeah. like, all, everything is always happening between them. And uh, it's a, yeah, one of the parts of this gag is that he's answering all these phones and he's getting her confused with someone else and zigging and zagging. And he's on this chair with wheels, so he's rolling back and forth and... Yeah, he's actually the, having wheels on wheels on meals. Like that's right. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say he's at the actually, end of the sequence. Like he can't find his chopsticks, and so he's like he's gonna use pencils. And so he's like trying to rub the the erasers down before he like eats his noodles with the pencils. But then uh, he looks a few seconds later, and the erasers are gone. Uh, <laughs> so he must have eaten them. So he's yeah. trying to kind of cough like, them oh, up, and ugh, oh man, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of ends with him uh, going out and trying to meet up with May, and he's trying to like patch things up, but uh, the handbrake on his car is broken, <laughs> so oh, the is car great. is just constantly rolling, and he's trying to stop it from from rolling away. And like they're having this whole argument, and eventually he says like, "Oh, I need to make a phone call. Hold hold the car for me." Yeah, <laughs> and then oh, that's all right. And then she uh, gets she goes to uh, like to confront him at the phone. And the car ends up just crashing and smashing through the the phone booth. Yeah. yeah. So e- and again, get more more broken glass. Even he, in this yeah, he's little... able to kind of save save her just in time. Yeah. E- <laughs> even in this little goofy play between the two, like he packs all of this with little fun details, like you know the handbrake and the car crashing, all of this stuff. So it's it's just so cool how dense this movie is with just fun, you know, left right. and right. I love that car though. I want. I want that. It's. Oh man! I think it's like a seventy-eight or seventy-nine Honda Civic. Even even with the brake problems, like definitely, there's there's a way to work around. Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, I love seeing these kind of moments, uh, in a filmmaker like Jackie or Sammo or Yuan Wu Ping, like these action filmmakers that sometimes almost can be restless in just like a dialogue centric scene, but they end up they end up creating something so interesting um and there's like a there's a sense of momentum or action um even when we're, it's really just about character or it's really mm-hmm. just about conveying information or something uh, like with the dart like uh that scene earlier we mentioned like playing playing the darts like it's not about the darts but it's actually so much more engaging with mm-hmm. that element and yeah same yeah, thing it's not just two guys car. talking it's it's you know you get the exposition but we also get a little bit of a little bit of silliness thrown in there yeah totally yeah it's great so now yeah now jackie is is he finds where uh selena is being kept and him like infiltrating this is just it's so smooth like oh, it makes man. it look so easy so, oh when, when he jumps, jumps over literally he jumps that gate he hops oh. over the gate and it's like nothing mm-hmm. yeah that's the core, oh, man. man. You got to work that core. That yeah, for real, his <laughs> oh core is out gosh. of control. <laughs> and so he he's able to he's able to get in. And again, we get another another great fight sequence where she's um, being held captive and she's all like bound, literally bound and gagged. And, and and it's great because she doesn't quite know what side she's on either because yeah. she's like thinks yeah, she's like trying that. to stay with Chu, but then Chu kind of double crosses her and. There's like five different double crossings in this scene. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh man, it's a lot of fun. Did any of you guys get a little bit of deja vu from that sequence in the Street Fighter when he's breaking in in the window? 
Oh, sure. Um, I mean, a lot less violent, but... <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah, less of a castration yeah. vibe. Yeah, less castration happens in this movie. But yeah, I, I, I did think about that, too. Yeah. Because it's a similar it's a similar building, like looking over a, a body of water. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I guess that, that scene's also in Hong Kong, isn't it? <laughs> oh, so. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, this is another um, but, great, uh, great action sequence, just in terms of like, mm-hmm. yeah, pure pure fighting and um, Jackie Chan furniture fight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, those are yeah, always you see some early staples of what to do with pillows and couches and stuff. Ottomans. Oh man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that. Ottomans. Ottomans. Yeah. You said Ottomans are like top five Jackie Chan things to use in a fight. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I also love that the table is glass just so that a person get kicked into it so it shatters across the ground. Oh, and perfect yeah, placement yeah. on that fall, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he falls right oh, through yeah. the center. Yeah, yeah really mm-hmm. good. Another yeah example of uh, Chan being outnumbered. And we get a little bit of Park Ang-Fung versus Chan here, which is nice. Yeah, that's awesome. But it ends up being like kind of a standoff because um, Inspector Man, one of the Jackie Chan's like co-workers shows up but he quickly betrays chan and it's like oh what's going on here and then it's one further level above that where harkam fung danny chu he betrays the cop and he says like yeah the plan was that you're gonna die he's like what what are you talking about (laughs) and uh then he ends up shooting him with inspector chan's own gun so they're framing i love he puts he puts on a white glove first before he takes (laughs) chan's gun so there's no fingerprints and now in in this scene stylish and evil yeah you're starting to see kind of like how jackie chan's gonna look throughout the rest of the movie where he looks very yeah. like desperate and haggard and sweaty he, like he's a, he it's more haggard yeah. every every scene yeah. you see him in this and yeah, uh, it's, it's it's not how you would have been used to to seeing him at this point and if you look at the original poster it's a montage of a couple of shots but a lot of the promotional material is like more this phase of the movie jackie like intense sweaty like serious you know mm-hmm. like this is this is not the kind of action film you've seen before yeah, uh, Selena and Chen end up on the rooftop, and uh, there's only really one way out, and there's a pool like a couple floors down that they have to jump uh, into, and mm-hmm. uh, she doesn't yeah, want to do great. it, so like, he ends up just tossing her, and yeah, he's stuck a great up far on the off shot of There's a great far-off shot of her, like, falling and like flailing through the air for smashing into the water yeah that's such a i love shots like that it's really good and yeah i i heard that the the stuntman did it and then jackie's like he's like dude you got to do that again he's like what he's like you weren't swinging your arms around like you know like you're supposed to be (laughs) jumping for your life you know you're just like basically diving into the pool so you can imagine this well i mean the stuntmen are always like gung-ho about it but it's like you got to feel a little disheartened when you did this huge thing and you're like, yeah, I got to right. do it again. <laughs> but it, it, it's funny. I mean, as far as filmmaking goes, Jackie is clearly right. Cause even the way you were describing it, Matthew, it's like the flailing arms are an important mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It makes it look like it's a person who's getting tossed, not, not a stunt man jumping off right. of a building. And yeah, it's, it, I guess it's that movie logic. Cause none of us really know what it would look like to see someone mm-hmm. tossed from a building into a swimming pool but but it might look a little something like this yeah that kind of fits fits your brain somehow uh so now jackie makes his way back to the station because he like you know they gotta they gotta get everything figured out 
And this is like the big kind of showdown between Jackie and the superintendent. Yeah. And you're saying you're saying Uncle Bill, Uncle Bill's on his side. He's like, you know, we we know that you didn't kill Inspector Mon. Like we're we, you know, we're going to be on your side. And the superintendent's saying, you know, your gun is responsible for this man dying. Like there's like we have to arrest you and, and hold you for murder because like everything's pointing to this. And I really like it because it's it really it, like it's an actual, you know, an actual dilemma that I'm sure has probably happened at some point in the real world of like, we know that you're probably not responsible, but everything's pointing to it being true. Right. And it's just kind of, you know, it's kind of cool being thrown in there along with this, you know, like this movie is fun, but it's definitely not silly, I'd say. Like there's some yeah, kind of silly yeah, moments. But it's not quite as goofy as, as some of the other uh, kung fu comedies we've watched. Yeah, and this is when it really takes a hardline turn for Chan as a character mm-hmm. in the movie, where he realizes that Superintendent Lee is going to charge him with murder, even though he knows he's innocent. I mean, you know, Chan does. And once the cop's going to arrest him, he, like, kind of in desperation, shoves him out of the way and grabs a gun. And this is where he yeah. has, like, this kind of huge breakdown where it's like, you know, we're we're the soldiers. You you guys are the ones yeah. just pushing the buttons. Like, how can yeah. you just let us do really this? Intense. You know, it's really cool. Well, like, and, this, and that's that moment where audiences apparently, you know, really cheered. Um, and it's probably part, like, you know, message and maybe speaking mm-hmm. back against maybe some of the British structure in, in Hong Kong, but it's also got to be Jackie's acting here, which is oh yeah, just a, He's so intense. A, a knockout. I mean, yep. he kills and, it. And it's really, I've always heard that most comedic actors are actually some of the best actors working. Yeah, you just don't really. really think about it because they're always playing comedic roles. Right. So you definitely see that, you know, Jackie is, you know, as as fun and and goofy as he is and all that stuff, he can act like he can get serious and and get like, you know, show this really desperate and kind of crazy look going on. Yeah, I really like the line that he says, an officer killed only means three bows and a full report. You know, it's like, damn, like he's really representing like, you know, the the common like the working police police officer mm-hmm. is you know is it yeah. like i was saying in the beginning of the movie how they really portray the cops as these kind of heroic figures where they're trying to save people and take out the criminals and he's yeah. really like putting that in the forefront in this scene you know like we're totally. the hard you know we're earning the you know this justice and you guys you know the bureaucracy you're making it all like you know harder for us it's really cool and so he takes a superintendent hostage and is literally like holding the gun up to his head and and walking him out of the the uh, the police office uh station that's the word (laughs) he's walking out of the out of the station and it's great because they they get like snipers and stuff already outside uh, but eventually just kind of let him let him take the superintendent because, you know, deep down they know, you know, he's not he's probably not going to shoot the guy. And, and you know, they have to do this to, you know, because you can't just have a guy holding up a gun to the police chief right. and, yeah. and everything be OK. I also really like how when he's walking out with the superintendent, 
you know, it's all of his like coworkers that are there, you know, all his cop homies. But it really it's yeah. more than that because it's a lot of the stunt team too. So you, yeah, it's not totally. it's a it's like a stunt team scene, but they're all acting, you know, they're not in a fight sequence or anything like that. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see like Mars and all these dudes like acting against him. It's really cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they they drive away a little bit and uh Jackie lets the eventually after they get far, far enough away he lets the superintendent go and basically says like I, no i was i was never going to shoot you like if you had ran and the superintendent even says like yeah i i know like he is on his side he's just trying to you know, stick with you know order and proper procedure and stuff right like he has his own and, job yeah yeah and it's i don't know it's really cool like it's cool seeing it's not just the chief that's like, you know, you're going over the line, you're handing your badge and gun. It's, right. you know, it the shades of gray and stuff. I don't know. It's just kind of cool seeing that in, a, you know, in a crazy Hong Kong action movie from the 80s. Yeah, totally. But so now this kind of sets the scene for the for the big finale. Jackie gets in the car, gets away. Superintendent says, basically, like, we're going to come for you, but I'll give you a little bit of a head start. <laughs> and uh, they... Uh, that's right. He he makes his way like overlooking the mall because he knows that that's where the bad guys are going to be. And he basically just stakes out there for the for the day uh, with his girlfriend comes by and is like trying to you know cheer him up, give him some food and stuff. But it's just like he's just so intent on on waiting to see when the bad guys are going to show up. Yeah. And there's a there's a cool like a, there's a cool shot of like day going to night as he's kind of like on the mm-hmm. wa- on the watch i don't know it really kind of i think kind of clues us in like okay here we are we're entering like the finale yeah and one of the and... things that uh is important for this is that you see that selena kind of busts into uh chu tao's office and she ends up stealing some of his files off the computer and she oh, like right. you like you were saying earlier she prints them out and puts them in a little briefcase and uh, yeah. when somebody starts to do that on a computer, he gets like a notice and he's like, oh, like so it's got to be Selena. So they go over to his office, which is in the mall to to catch her. So that's the the huge catalyst for this final sequence in like the the wing on like shopping mall. And man, mm-hmm. like, yeah, here we go, dude. This is here. Oh, yeah, man. here we yeah. go. This is, now there is this whole sequence is like it's it's really like genuinely the, that fight scene earlier with the with the cars crashing in and everything that's probably the best like single fight sequence but this sequence is just it's just a special effects showcase mm-hmm. like, yeah but it's all, yeah like but like human special effects yeah human yeah like, human now yeah not yeah, like putting CGI your body and stuff on, but on like the line, sort of a, a thing. people doing stuff things breaking everywhere you know uh, everything like getting ripped up and you know yeah. the makeup for everyone getting cut up from the insane amount of broken glass like really it's it's really that insane well and also just this this setting i mean it's really like the apex of uh where you could place uh like mm-hmm. a modern day action sequence it's like okay this isn't the old kind of action film this isn't the period kung mm-hmm. fu and even though there may have been a couple of contemporary films, um, Jackie's just going, he's going right to the heart. I, I mean, what what represents kind of modern commercial life more than, than a mall? And yeah. he explores every... Modern being 1985. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, he explores kind of every 
facet like of the mall physically mm -hmm. and again it's like some some things that we'll end up seeing later the way he'll use uh, you know escalators um or just kind of shopping environments i don't know it, it's amazing this is this is uh kind of another moment where i think earlier i was saying how uh you know my first memories of the film are probably the cars destroying the shanty town and the incredible sliding down the pole which will which we'll get mm -hmm. to yeah. but boy just the actual combat and fight choreography throughout the entire mall sequence particularly when they mm -hmm. get into that boutique at the end yeah it's just mm -hmm. amazing really it's i think some of the best jackie chan stunt team stuff um that there is it's right and the, so the other good. thing that's kind of cool about this movie is that the fighting like there's there's involved choreography but it's more of this kind of it's it's not as martial arts as you would expect it to be yeah it's yeah, more exactly. grounded in action you know like mm -hmm. so you get you still do get like really nice kicks and stuff like that and flipping around but mm -hmm. it's not about like martial arts styles or anything like that yeah. it's just about maintaining the level of energy of the action sequence so you've got chasing and you've got bursts of action in the middle of it and you've got glass breaking and stuff like that it's so well done it's such a good mm -hmm. point yeah it's almost like that's approaching maybe like the modern jackie chan formula or whatever it's like the old films it, it's not only that they would like feature martial arts style but the story was about those martial arts styles even mm -hmm. um yeah and almost often like oh okay yeah i have like this northern style that will oppose your <laughs> southern style or i have yeah. this kind of fist technique that will go against your kind yeah. of kicking technique and and we get this is I have my clothes rack technique that's going to counter your metal pole technique. Yeah, and it's really just about like what taking the best that you can. It's it's almost like a pop music, like whatever influences a pop song might take from, say, classical music or jazz mm -hmm. or something is similar to what Jackie's doing with martial arts. Yeah, and, yeah, and, it's and, just kind of taking little bits from everything. Sure, and we and, mentioned Wheels on Meals. And yeah, you know, and Wheels on Meals was a little before that. And Wheels on Meals leans more on the martial arts side of things, but it's still yeah. going in this direction where it's like about the action and like the the, the movie serves the action, not the action serves right. you know, something like that. And mm -hmm. and this movie yeah, totally. is just straight up like it's like the next step in the evolution of that in Wheels and Meals. And um yeah, man, like using the escalator in this movie is like oh my so gosh. cool mm -hmm. like the escalator Dude, when, gets used so well when homie goes through like in between yeah the two escalators like sideways yeah, that was when i oh saw that that was gosh. that was one of those things where like i've always thought like i wonder if i could fit in that and apparently you can <laughs> oh man it is totally yeah it definitely taps on you know, as a kid, you know, going to the mall and seeing this, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. it'd be really cool to slide down this thing. You know, Jackie Chan gets to live these out, you know, in this movie. You get to see it all. Like, oh, man, yeah. it's really cool. Like, man, do you think I could, like, you know, you think I could jump <laughs> yeah. from this area and make it down there? Like, I it's know. something you would joke around with your friends. But, you know, Jackie Chan shows you, yes, you can oh, do yeah, it. Dude. You have to it's be so Jackie true. Chan to do it, but you can do it. <laughs> man, one of my favorite Jackie Chan memories, um, my best friend Hugh and I, this is years ago, we were in high school. We went to see uh, Mr. Nice Guy at the theater, but we went to see it at the uh, the Mall of America Theater, mm. which is kind of by us. And there's a lot of there's a lot of escalator stuff and, you know, just great 
Jackie Chan choreography there. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. coming out of the movie and like being in a mall and just being <laughs> so excited and just yeah, you had this kind of like irrepressible like urge to just like leave yeah. everywhere, just see the whole world as as your playground. And that's great. It's such an mm-hmm. exciting feeling, like you know, right. coming out of an action film where like you know your body's almost kind of itching to to kind of move yourself it's inspiring yeah (laughs) you know it is it's you wouldn't think that you would be inspired to do something like that but man you can't help but feed on that charisma that jackie chan just pours out of the Mm -hmm. screen it's so cool mr nice guy was like that was filmed in like australia wasn't it like yeah yeah and it's actually a samo samo directed yeah uh, yeah yeah that's that's a good one but um yeah yeah, okay back to the sequence so yeah we've got one of my one of my favorite bits from the from the sequence is whenever uh whenever they're i don't even know what store they're in at that point but they uh there's a motorcycle and one of the guys tries to like ram Jackie with it and he's able to get onto the yeah. motorcycle. And then he just, he rams into the guy and smashes through like six different glass displays all in a row. Oh, and then so it ends cool. up pinning him to the wall at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Dude, I'm so glad, and, and, glad you mentioned that. Cause that's, uh, that was actually our, uh, our beloved, uh, Blackie Co who was doing. Yeah. I was, I was thinking there. that I was thinking, I wonder if, I wonder if Blackie Co had anything to do that. Cause remember you said before, any Hong Kong movie from this time, if you see someone on a motorcycle, it's probably Blackie Co. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, that was... Yeah, and I mean, that's the other thing, too, is it's like, uh, yeah, he's really kind of taking uh, any kind of... Like, almost every and all... Like, each and every symbol of, like, modern modern mm-hmm. life at the time. So it's like, it's not enough that you're in a mall, but, like, you know, an actual motorcycle is, like, crashing in the scene at the, at mm-hmm. the same time. I don't know amazing i was gonna mention just you know slightly before the whole motorcycle thing you know we've got Hark Kong fung in full action right here where you know he's trying to get the briefcase from selena and he's got a couple of his kind of elite goons with him and um you know we've got like a jewelry store where just people are getting tossed into like glass uh, oh, the displays and, and even uh bridget lynn does some stunt work in these scenes because they end up tossing her into some tables and you know harkong fung himself tosses her through a glass display mm-hmm. and uh the other thing i like to notice is that you know we're in a mall right so there's like some toys around so you get to see a bunch of mattel logos yeah so you see mattel yeah. all over yeah the and you can definitely see like some barbie dolls and stuff and you can see <laughs> some displays for he-man toys i thought that was kind of fun <laughs> to think about and 1985 yeah. right where yeah, it's like very so awesome. 1985 well apparently apparently like yeah i think just about every product you see there's some kind of uh like paid paid sponsoring you know product placement for that stuff but all this leads up to probably the most probably the most famous i'd say yeah. probably the most famous scene from this whole movie and that's the the briefcase gets thrown down several stories because jackie's up at the very top of the mall and he's he sees May and tries to get May to get the briefcase, but then the people start beating her up and grab it. And so he sees the only way down is by by jumping onto this pole that goes from the ceiling down to the floor. And this is like genuinely go and watch this scene real quick if you haven't seen yeah. the movie. Because like um you can find this on YouTube and it's like so worth it even like it's so much better in context but even out of context it's such a great such a great stunt 
Yeah, just amazing. Jackie jumps and slides down and the lights are just popping everywhere and they show it like five times because it's from different angles. And Jackie got messed up because of that stunt too. Because he got like he got burns on his hands because the pole was really yeah, hot. The pole and then uh, the, yeah, there's he, there's a problem with like the electrical grounding or something of the the lights as well. Well, it looked um, like what they were trying to do is rig the lights with batteries, um, but they actually couldn't do that, so they had to run the lighting through the building's power, which is a higher voltage. So um, oh yeah. The other thing was that they were kind of under pressure because they had been filming at this mall for something like two months, which is astounding mm-hmm. to think of. So the the mall's like, you guys got to finish this up, you know, and like Jackie yeah. Chan famously has talked about this stunt being like, you know, one of the stunts where he thought he was literally going to die. I think I'm going to die. Yeah, I just boom. So he really yeah. had to work himself up. You know, it's him and there's a pole mm-hmm. maybe. I don't and know, the like, leap, the leap to the pole too. Yeah, eight feet, and there's no net. Yeah, you know, no so, support mm-hmm. of any kind underneath if you were to fall. Right, yeah. you can imagine, you know, grabbing onto that pole and sliding down the amount of friction between your hands and the pole. Like it's no surprise that he basically ripped the skin off of his hands to do it but he was mm-hmm. so hype and it's like er, late at night early in the morning when they're doing this and it, i really like the whole little like detail that he says where he's trying to work himself up he's looking at the pole mm-hmm. he's looking at everybody and he yeah. tells like his assistant like when i nod just start the cameras rolling so he says right. that you know he's looking around he's looking up and he's looking around and the assistant must have read that as a nod. So then he hears rolling. So he wasn't ready yet, but he had no choice because, you know, they're dealing with film, you know, high speed film. And it's not like something digital where it's like, you can recover. It's like, this is committed. Now you have to do it. Like we got to do this now. So he said, he just kind of lets out this yell and you see it on the film. You see him do that Mm -hmm. yell. Totally do. And then he just jumps for it. And you see like the pops and the sparks from all of the lighting and he just falls right Mm -hmm. down and he immediately gets up and starts grabbing at, you know, you know, he's playing Mm -hmm. the character, right? So, but he's just so hyped from being, doing this, you know, it's, it's really amazing. What, what a story to tell. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. And, And it sounds like the other really challenging big stunt for Jackie. It's something that happened at the beginning of the movie that we didn't talk about. Cause I think unfortunately it just doesn't, it doesn't read visually um, as dangerous or as challenging as maybe it was. It's when he's walking down that really steep hill. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, it's something that like, it, you know, it looks exciting on film, but I don't think there's a way to kind of capture uh, maybe how difficult or kind of life, threatening that that was that was to do (laughs) sure Uh, whereas this is i mean i don't think there could be a flashier stunt that kind of telegraphs you know just very literally flashy yeah exactly um but yeah i don't know amazing amazing commitment um and you have to imagine being in this crew or being in the jackie chan stunt team when your leader and your director is doing this uh I mean, that's, I mean, I, I don't know if there's ever been a film where the director has, has gone to, to the lengths as what, <laughs> what Jackie is doing yeah. here at the yeah. to top, to basically to, to kind of top like anything that's come before in this. <sighs> it's really, really kind of nuts. And um, yeah. you mentioned the, like, we get to see it basically from each camera that was rolling. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, it's something that Jackie 
kind of did in Project A, which was just a couple of movies before this, the famous hanging from the clock sequence yeah it's good that you mentioned that too because he he really injured himself in that stunt (laughs) and and that that's some that's a stunt that he did multiple times and they show actually different takes of it in 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 repeat and uh i guess maybe it's taking almost that technique you were talking about carlos of when you cut to the edit you get a little bit of rewind it's almost like taking that to extremes but the Mm -hmm. stunt is the stunt is so bold and so sort of i don't know shocking that as an audience i think you're i think you're fine with it i don't know maybe there are some people mm-hmm. that would kind of take issue with it kind of watching the movie casually the the sort of the repeat uh the repeat shot but i don't know the I tony jaw shot yeah but i mean <laughs> he's risking his risking his life for it and oh, honestly yeah. i like it. i like it in ong bak too so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> might just be a weird taste well, it's just it's the amount of times that it happens in ong bak that's like sure. okay i got it i got it <laughs> but this one it's it's just the one and it's right. it's worth it but so he lands and this is this is the end of the movie he lands down the ground the slimy lawyer guy is saying, you know, like, you're never going to get away with all this. And then Jackie just starts beating up all these guys, even though he really shouldn't be. He punches this one goon with glasses and his glasses fall apart. That's my favorite. Gotta, yeah. gotta get just a little more broken glass thrown in there. Yeah, that's well, and uh, yeah, that's it's like a seven or eight hit combo or something like he's yeah. he's going. <laughs> yeah, he, he does oh, like a on super it. on the main bad guy. Oh, to chew towel. Yeah, the, the he does. It's like a straight up killer instinct ultra combo. Ultra combo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the influence of this movie, it goes beyond <laughs> cinema. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. And then he he takes Chew out, and he looks like he's gonna try to attack him more, but the other cops like like hold him back and are like, "Oh, he, he got he got him, Jackie." Yeah. And that's the freeze frame from the movie is him like trying to break out to keep beating up the guy. Perfect man. It's, oh it's man, a, it's a good freeze frame. And apparently, yeah. uh, I haven't watched it in a long time, but there's an alternate ending which was is more uh, it's more about like a it's more of a cultural thing for different markets we've actually run into it in a couple movies where it's sort of like there's like a getting arrested at the end kind of a scene mm-hmm. um and i guess it's it's a i mean we run into it in hollywood movies too but apparently like in malaysia and singapore and taiwan like it was really important in those markets that even if it's the hero basically if you've committed any crime you have to depict that person being arrested at the end so there is a cut mm. for those markets the cut of police story has this extra scene of jackie's character being arrested basically yeah yeah it's kind of more of an epilogue because you you get him like sharing a glance with selena's character and they're kind of standing outside of the mall and they're carting everybody away like i think like chu tao is like in a stretcher or something yeah and i'm trying to remember if that and if they had a freeze frame to end that extended version. it's kind of like a far shot of everybody kind of walking away from overhead of the mall the thing that's interesting about that too is that the credits for that have different outtakes so you get yeah yeah, you get to see a lot of them there's a little more of like bloopers of him like acting and like kind of laughing and stuff so that's kind of cool but yeah i would definitely recommend i love the bloopers yeah yeah recommend the dragon dynasty dvd of police story because they really put a lot of effort into capturing all of that in the bonus features um yeah absolutely and yeah yeah. there's just some there's some great 
features uh we can get into it quick like we were just talking before we started the episode it's basically like the most anti yeah, it's, a, it's like the most anti yeah. me too dvd <laughs> that you could probably find because it's like if you pick it up off the shelf you're like oh it says the weinstein company at the top oh, oh, <laughs> good okay and then i don't know we can get into it at some point but yeah. Uh, Bay Logan, who we've mentioned many times, and is yep. really the sole, he's still really a really good resource for he's basically Hong the Kong sole resource the West. for a lot of great Hong Kong information yep. in the West. There has been some accusations of uh, yeah. anyway, some scandaling, some scandalous yeah. stuff with Bay Logan, and it's not just and that, that he kind of enabled Harvey Weinstein to do a lot of the really bad stuff that he did. So it's you know. It's one of those things where it's like with other people, it's like, you know, there are other folks that do the same things those people do. Like there are other Hollywood producers besides Harvey Weinstein. There aren't really other people that know this much about behind the scenes things for Hong Kong films. Yeah. It, yeah that, exactly. You know, speak English. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so, why yeah, we're and, here. And, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. why we're here. And who knows? I mean, it's still. I don't think there's been yeah. any like charges dropped, and I, don't I mean, know. it's still weird. It's it's weird, but anyways, it's not just that it's that, but he's actually joined by Brett Ratner on the commentary, <laughs> who yeah. uh, I believe there are noted feminist Brett Ratner legal, legal charges. So, <laughs> uh, so anyways, um, definitely some problematic elements to the DVD, but the rest of it is really that good that it is it is. Yeah. It is worth a. Uh, it's really a good information. Though. It's out of yeah. it's out of print, like all the Dragon Dynasty stuff. You can but, still, uh, yeah, you can find. But it yeah, you can still easy. find you it. Find there are a lot of copies yeah. around. That yeah, and there are also um, some Blu-ray releases. There's like a double. It's like Police Story one and two. Yeah. I think they're by yeah, Shout, there's a Shout Factory. Factory. Yeah, there's a Shout Factory yeah. double feature. That's and, the one and you that got I those got. right, Matthew. Okay. Yes. Shout and Factory. also, as of right now, the movie is in full on YouTube for free. So <laughs> yeah, and it's know, actually yeah. There's always that, and you can and you can buy on YouTube too. Like right. this, and this is a pretty easy to to get. Yeah, there's like a movie. legit like Fortune Star version. Yes. on YouTube. And uh, I would subtitle too. That, so that's cool. Yeah, if if you're a fan of our podcast, you probably already have this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Odds are good if you found the Police Story episode of this. It's probably because you already like Police Story. Yeah, yeah. But you never. Yeah, you never know. Like, I still need to see Star Wars, so it's. I'm kidding. <laughs> someday. <laughs> yeah. Some. Someday, Marty. Someday. <laughs> yeah. So, what? What do you think's the most gifable moment for you guys in this movie? Man, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's one that I, uh, a couple that I really love that nighttime fight sequence, like jumping on the cars and stuff that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, Selena has the gun at one point and she shoots into the air. And when she fires into the air, Jackie and all the bad guys like flop mm-hmm. to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then one by one, they like they poke their heads up, and it's really mm-hmm. like funny, cute, whatever. And I could see that yeah. gif like having multiple uses. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, one of my one of my favorite of the bloopers is whenever Jackie has all of the phones all tangled around him, <laughs> and he does the cool like kicks the pen into his hand. There's it shows him doing the scene you know a bunch of times, but. The one time he kicks it and it completely flies past him and he just kind of stares straight at the camera and makes his goofy <laughs> face. So great. There is nothing quite like a good Jackie Chan face. Yeah. 
And it's funny, it's like whoever those first pioneers of the internet were that made some of the early Jackie Chan oh, yeah. gifs, like uh they it's definitely a huge part of internet meme culture, but come on oh, folks, yeah. let's all we can all add to the Jackie Chan oh, yeah. gif. No, yeah, we, we Googling see, we Jackie see the Chan same face six is, or seven. Yeah. Yeah. Googling Jackie Chan face, you can't find anything other than the the one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see? Uh, I know this is like a super tangent, but do you guys watch Hot Ones at all on YouTube? Hot Ones? Oh, yeah, I actually haven't. Anyways, but I bought the that I bought the sauce for my brother oh, for you Christmas. Bought the sauce, yeah, you were saying. But well, <laughs> anyways, like I, I promise, it connects. Um, it's <laughs> a really great YouTube show where um, Sean Evans uh, interviews different celebrities while they're progressively eating hotter and hotter wings. Um, and one of my favorite episodes is when he has T-Pain on and actually T-Pain has a tattoo of confused Jackie. Um, no. Oh, wow. So, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty. Of cool. course he does. That's great. It's, it's amazing. I think, uh, I think my choice for sure is going to have to be the, the parking lot fight where uh, Jackie Chan's jumping around fighting these dudes over mm-hmm. his, over the cars. Like, it's hard. I mean, if I want a goofy one, I got to go with uh, Goon at the end getting punched in the face and his glasses are shattered because <laughs> it's the comedic uh, timing one. of that, uh, you know, that punch is perfect. Yeah. But um, yeah. I got to go with the, the hardcore action this time, guys, because it's oh, yeah. just beautiful. Gotcha. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, man, that's good stuff. Yeah, so good. All right. Well, thank you so much for checking out our show. Uh, be sure to check us out on Facebook. We're Heroes 3 Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Heroes the Number 3 Podcast. Uh, we, it, we, we're we on every podcast thing imaginable, which is <laughs> really nice that you don't have to deal with all that. Uh, thank you if you're checking us out from the Kung Fu Cinema subreddit. Uh, there's a lot of cool news and, and articles and stuff posted there a lot. Uh, and I think next week... We are continuing this arc with yeah. Police Story 2. And, so, and, Marty, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, uh, well, well, actually, I, I first wanted to say I, I'm pretty sure this was Carlos's idea to do a Police Story segment. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not a hard idea to come up with, right? Like, <laughs> No, it's great. I mean, but, yeah, like we were saying, like it's a great return to Hong Kong for us and, like, return to kind of why we wanted to come together and, and mm-hmm. make a show. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have to give too much away with Police Story 2, but I think you could argue that with each Police Story film, Jackie is trying to kind of push the envelope of action more and more. What maybe, or maybe that gets clouded a little bit is uh, the influence of Police Story is so strong, not just in Hong Mm -hmm. Kong, but his own films. Like we said, this is like a new chapter of Jackie Chan, where it's in some ways almost every Jackie Chan movie has kind of the spirit of Police Story in it going forward but yeah in uh, police story 2 it's it's kind of i don't know i I really kind of relish how connected it is to to the first police story and then um yeah can't wait to see where where we go from there what's what's really kind of special about the police story series especially say the first two films maybe the first three films is there's a clear intent to try to have something sort of serialized we've joked in the past how Hong Kong sequels, uh, the different movies. Yeah, the rules, the sequel rules can be really loose. It's like maybe including the same characters, but it has nothing to do with it. Um, and that's not just you know Golden Harvest movies. That was something Shaw Brothers movie. I mean, look at the sequel to Thirty Six Chamber. It's like 
kind of a sequel, sort of yeah. isn't. And that was kind of the norm in Hong Kong. And uh, Jackie really tries to bring back as much of the cast as he can and kind of really continue the story forward. So I'm kind of looking forward to what will sort of feel like our first Hong Kong sequel that we've really Yeah, first proper sequel. Into. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yep. A lot more explosions, if I remember. Oh, right. my gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, like, if out. this is Glass Story, maybe Police Story 2 is uh, Explosion story. story. Explosion Story. Let's and then Super it. Cop might be, like, Hanging from the Air Story. Yeah, Helicopter <laughs> Hanging Story. <laughs> helicopter Story. Or Michelle Story <laughs> So until next week, where we're taking a look at Police Story 2, I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And we are the Heroes 3. Remember your training. Heroes 3 is part of the Mercado Brothers Podcast Network.